Hello, listeners, and welcome to our 12th episode of the International Game Developers Association of Twin Cities podcast. I'm your host, Ryan, and I'm not alone tonight. With me also, as always, for all 12 episodes has been Jackie. Hello, everyone. And Tori. Howdy, all. So, guys, it's been a whole year. We've actually done it. Our first anniversary. I'm very proud of us. What do we get each other? Do we give each other paper? Like, I forgot what the first anniversary gift is. I think it's a binary zero. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, next year it'll be a one, so it'll be pretty cool. (laughs) Yeah, it's been a lot of fun, guys. I'm glad you've been here. Yeah. Yeah, I've totally enjoyed this, like, thoroughly. It's been, I've always looked forward to it, so... Here's to here's to 2012. 12 more. Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, it, it has been confirmed that we've actually been picking up fans. Um, we are up at least to two documented fans so far. Uh, so that <laughs> no, that's pretty cool. Absolutely. Yeah, I you know maybe next year we can we could have four. Or yeah. a stalker. I, uh, we should or probably a stalker. Set a stalker. <laughs> yeah. Like a Skype stalker. Like someone keeps logging into our Skype conversation. Just kind of <laughs> eavesdropping. Do a live show. <laughs> I suppose I might as well talk about it. We had the uh, IGDA Twin Cities social. So generally what happens every year is instead of having like coordinate a meeting with right around the holidays or whatever, we just, or Zach puts it together and just... Let's have a get-together, have some beers, play some games. And so that happened in December. On a positive note, though, I went to uh, my father-in-law's birthday after that, and he was actually given a Kindle. So that was, uh, he now has a, a powerful market device in his hands. Kindle Fire, I'm assuming? Yeah, Kindle Fire, I'm sorry, yes, Kindle Fire. Nice. And he does have an iPhone, but he actually likes his... his um. Kindle Fire quite a bit, so hmm. I, I wasn't sure I was going to react, but he reacted well, so that's all cool. Did you get it for him? Um, no, I recommended it from kind of a list oh, okay. of stuff that the his biological offspring had okay. suggested. So yeah, and yeah, the price. I mean, the price is certainly right, and it does a lot. Yeah, I got I got. One for myself this Christmas, and I got one for my wife. So we now have oh, two cool. Kindle Fires in the house. Yeah, they're pretty nice. I'm impressed with them. What have you been up to the last month? You wrap up any stuff or been up to anything? Oh, no. Jackie, how about you? Oh, man. You know, um, I don't did, – did I mention on the last podcast? I probably did. I don't – I'm not even sure. But um, so Liz is no longer part of the company, and so there's – a lot of um, review and other things that uh, need to be worked out around that, and so that's kind of what I've been up to, you know, from the business point of view. And then, of course, the Old Republic came out, and then that's also like when my life ended. So um, <laughs> I have to admit, their commercials do make that game look fun. It is a fun game. I mean, I I, I really enjoy my guild. Um, I've been having a I've been having a good time. So, so I mean that's the other the other thing I've been up to. You know, and the holidays, of course, are always busy with traveling and whatever. So, that's kind of my December in a nutshell. Yeah, I think we're all we've all got the 
everybody, the same thing as everybody out there too, is that busy holiday, you know, these weeks with the Christmas and everything, just get nuts with family and parties and everything. Yeah. I've well, just, uh, I've been just cranking out, uh, actually a lot of, a lot of uh, last, or uh, year-end voice stuff, which has been uh, pretty cool, and um, doing audio for another little local studio, so it's, uh, it's a, uh, yeah, it's uh, pretty crazy, but awesome. Cool. Nice. Another yeah. local studio that I maybe yeah. have heard of? Yeah. Okay. But I, I don't want to jinx it, so. <laughs> right on. Yeah. yeah. Well, I did I did send some people your way. I don't Ex- know if they contacted you, so. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, that is that is exactly who I, who I speak of. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I'm making some sound effects for them and sending them their way, and, uh, yeah, so far it seems really cool. Nice. Very cool. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Networking. It's yeah, working. I, I appreciate that. That's, <laughs> that's really cool. So just out of curiosity, uh, Tori, how do you normally get like paid? Do people send you checks or do you ever do the PayPal thing or what? Um, it's, it really varies um, by company. Uh, I do a lot of PayPal. Some, some only accept like uh, wire to bank accounts. Um, okay. And then some do checks. Uh, it's kind of, it's kind of a whole range of things, but yeah, cool. It's just whatever it is. Yeah, I uh, I wrapped up that freelancing gig I might have mentioned on the last podcast, taking pictures of of musical instruments. Yeah, how did that go? Oh, it, well, at the end they didn't like this animation sequence I had made for an instrument, and it had been really difficult to do, and I had sunk like something like six hours into the Photoshop mm. afterwards, and and it's one of those things that okay, you can't just add an extra frame. You got to go take pictures and it's so dynamic sure. that you can't just take another picture and put it in there. You just got to do it all over again. So Right, yeah. So I ended up with a big setup and and then they, they asked for a, a menu picture that I, I freaked out a bit on because I thought it'd be really difficult, but it actually, my friend Bill and I were working on it. He had this great idea. So it ended up working out really well and they loved it. So but it's sort of surprising because got contracted to take there's eight instruments and they wanted, um, you know, pictures of each instrument that looked real. And I'm like, Oh, easy. This will be no problem. Got contracted 56 hours or less and spent way more than 56 hours Mm -hmm. taking pictures of instruments. So (laughs) super happy to get it done. And, um, so we wrapped that up. And the reason why I was asking is because, uh, Rob from battery powered games who I was working with, um, he paid me on Christmas through PayPal. So I got this big dump of money, which was really, Oh yeah. Yeah. Nice. But other than that, it was just a little bit of, I guess, prep for the social and um, a little bit of work with the arcade cabinet, but not a whole lot. Cool. Yeah, we saw that. Um, I saw that cabinet at the social. It's pretty rocking, man. <laughs> that was yeah. a cool setup. Yeah, I brought it. I brought it in its uh, MAME configuration, I guess. So I brought it with a ton of games. So it it. We demoed uh, Custer's Revenge for a few people. That was uh, <laughs> that was good times. Um, tried some of the more advanced games like N64 and realized that it doesn't have analog sticks or two of oh, them gotcha. for your thumbs, so it doesn't work so well. But did some live debugging there. It was actually pretty <laughs> pretty neat. But the, yeah, the big hit there was uh, Ryan Schaefer suggested uh, Jackie Chan's Fists of Fury. So apparently right around the time that... <laughs> Mortal Kombat came out. Remember Mortal Kombat when they did like the, 
or Killer Instinct for that matter, or whatever. They used to take pictures of things and digitize them. Yeah. And then you yep. just get like a choppy animated sequence of actual photos cut out. Yeah. So this was all Jackie Chan. So you could play as like three different versions of Jackie Chan and like <laughs> a green guy and a blue guy and a woman with a, like a large bow of staff. And she was green, I think, and had birds. And it, or, a, <laughs> or, a, or a dragon, you know, somebody dressed as one of those Chinese dragons. Wow. But um, it, it, we ended up playing that for like a half an hour in this little weird match thing where, you know, two people would play and whoever loses backs off and somebody else sure. comes in. Yeah, it was a pretty big hit. Those games are fun. That's that. Definitely fun for that sort of thing. Nobody knows what they're doing. Never heard of the game before. Yeah. Don't know the controls or anything. And Yeah. That discovery is cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's a couple of people. They just, there's so many games to pick from you. You're just at a loss. And so they picked one that ended up being like a, a quiz game, right? Oh. But it was all Japanese. <laughs> and so I was just writing out all the things, and you're supposed to hit the buzzer. And <laughs> That was actually really funny to watch. Cause <laughs> I, like, you weren't even sure if they if they maybe guessed the right answer. Like, <laughs> yeah, if, no idea. If they, yeah, it was just no clue. <laughs> so, And I'm just glad nobody picked any of those, like, weird poker undressing games that are on there that I haven't have yet to weed out. It's definitely a, a nostalgia trip when you go through all those old games and stuff. And you never realize how many there were. It's just crazy. Oh, my gosh, yeah. And it's funny, too, because you'll look at it and you're like, oh, that game looks and sounds awesome, like Missile Command or something. And then you play the actual Atari version of it, and you're like, mm. ouch, no. <laughs> no, these games are bad. <laughs> but but that's only because of the time, you know? Yeah. It's kind of like those old Saturday or Sunday morning cartoons. They're like, man, those were awesome. And you watch them again, and you're like, oh, my Lord. It's terrible. How did I yes. like that? Oh, I know. Yes, I know. <laughs> yeah, last Christmas, I bought myself JC and the Wheeled Warriors. I don't know if you remember that show or not. But when I was a kid, I loved the show. And so last Christmas, I bought myself the disc set. Um, and it's so bad. It's so hard to watch. <laughs> my kids are even like, okay. <laughs> Well, do you guys remember the Dungeons and Dragons cartoon? Yeah, I I used to think that thing was awesome, and then I I watched some episodes a little while ago, and I was like, this is so annoying. Like, so many sounds are so high, like like uni. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh my lord! <laughs> Try watching Voltron, man. <laughs> oh, you know that's the thing too. Like, I used to love Voltron, like loved Voltron, and I was like feeling nostalgic. And I looked up some episodes on YouTube, and I was just like, "Really? Yeah, <laughs> everybody's the same voice. Yeah, <laughs> just tell like, oh, he's pinching his nose now, so he sounds different. Yeah. And so many of those animations when they're talking end with their mouth open and just stays open for a very long time. It always cracks me up. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's that's some tangent for you. Yeah. So, all right. So other than that, that's about all I've been working on. I've been taking a, actually a pretty big break, um, just trying to relax some, so which has been good and bad. How's that working out for you? Um, well, I suppose we could get right into it. Uh, well, I got the Kindle Fire now, so that's got me a lot of stuff. And I don't know if you guys had seen or not, but Android had this thing. They hit um, 10 billion apps sold, so they had a big promotion where they were having 10 apps a day were 10 cents each. Oh, wow. No, totally missed that. So they had a lot of killer games that 
and other stuff, which I didn't care about, like different keyboard setups and stuff, where you could buy these games for ten cents. So I ended up buying a ton of games <laughs> for my for my uh, for my Android phone. Wow. And um, some of them are pretty good. Some of them are just oh well, you know, it's only ten cents. Yeah. Worth yeah. trying, and it's decently popular or whatever. But the sucky part about the Kindle Fire is that it's an app market through the Amazon App Store only. So getting apps that you get through the market otherwise without rooting it is is an interesting process. I figured that out. It's called sideloading, huh. and uh, you can do that. So I've been doing that and playing them on there. So, yeah, if the app isn't in the app market, or, I mean, the Amazon App Store, you can't easily get at it. There is no way to the Android market through on a Kindle. How very Apple of them. Yeah, right. But, you know, it's still open enough that if you have an APK, you can just install mm, it. That's true. That's APK true. being the, you know, a format for the Android yeah. mobile program or whatever. So, so it's kind of funny. If you look it up on YouTube, like how to get, you know, Android market on there, you'll end up with a lot of these people telling you how to go pirate games. <laughs> nice. And you go to this website and get the APKs you want. And then, and I'm like, what? No. <laughs> you know? I just want these games that I bought here on that device. And yeah. I figured out a way. So it's does little... APK in this instance stand for Amazon Pirating Kit? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what it stands for. It's probably like the Android package or something like that. Because like, uh, I don't know if you guys ever tried this or not, but an Apple um, program, when you download it, like for your phone, it comes as one little file, you know? And if you rename it to zip, at least on a PC, you can open it and it's just a zip file. Mm. So it's just full of whatever the developer has in there, the game, the code, all that stuff. However, they hmm. make it, which is interesting in some cases, but you can't zip it back up and then play it, though. It's it's bit something or other. So anyway, so I did that, and I guess uh, steam. I got a little steam crazy. And <laughs> yeah, you guys have mentioned that like about thirty times now. <laughs> steam. <laughs> they have done yeah an excellent job with their sales. So every day they've been doing it up until the end of the year. They're doing a something like eight or ten. Games or packs are significantly discounted. So, like, for instance, the PopCap pack is all the uh, PopCap games, Peggle, Pickle Knights, Zombies, or Plants vs. Zombies, Bookworm, Bookworm 2, Bejeweled, Bejeweled, all the way to Bejeweled 3, tons of other games like Pizza Frenzy <laughs> and other ones <laughs> I've never heard of. Normally, you know, the normal price is like $500 or something like that if you bought them all at cost. And they're mm. on sale right now for the whole pack for 50 bucks. Nice. So yeah. I bought that just because it's sort of like family-friendly and easy games, right? And also, mm -hmm. it's I'm really digging Steam the way you can kind of use it as a interface for games. So mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm kind of addicted to my Steam, unfortunately. But like you, Ryan, I do a lot of buying and not very much playing right now. Which yeah. Which is just too bad. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, 247, I got to get that game. I know. They've been having some great deals. It's just nuts. Yeah, I've got a total of 167 games, I think. <laughs> and you, you've you got 155, I see, Mr. Kamal. Yeah, I've got one or two. Yeah. But those those packs will really get you, though. Yeah. Like, they'll, they'll sell, like, that, like, a pack for nine ninety nine with, like, 20 games in it. Yep. 
and yeah, you're sunk. <laughs> yeah, I got a ton of indie games. It's a lot. Because <clears throat> there's even in addition to what they're discounting just normally um, every day, they're there's tons of other deals as well. It's yeah. It's insane. So now I'm playing the resist the urge to buy more games game. <laughs> Sadly, no achievements for that one. Yeah. Except for a fuller pocketbook, I suppose. Well, well, yeah. And that's, you know, getting this dump of money from uh, that freelancing I was doing. It's like, oh, I know where I can spend that. <laughs> we should wrap up what we were talking about with the social. Cause, uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Tori, unfortunately, you had to leave a little little early yeah, for the social. Yeah. I mean, you were there at the beginning, and Jackie didn't make it early. She made it for the end. So right. you guys missed each other. But um, there was a lot of stuff going on. Um, the Zach had brought his Connect, so some people were playing Connect. I don't know if it took <laughs> some drinks and later in the evening for <laughs> people to actually get in there and go. But um, But also some people brought some board games, so... Uh, some people were playing Ticket to Ride. You guys know that game? No. No. It's a pretty neat board game. And then um, Martin had brought the meta game, and I'm sure you guys have heard of that. Yes. That's, that's like, um, you know, a pack of a couple hundred cards, and each card has uh, the name of a game, like Quake or uh, Katamari Damacy, for instance, just on the card. And then another stack of cards that's... Um, you know, like most beautiful. It's like things that you would, you know, maybe pick a game to be. So you, the normal way you play, I guess, is you have in your hand two or three cards, and then a, a third player is the like the arbitrator, I guess, and they pick, they pick that card that's like most beautiful, and then you play your card side by side, and then you, you know, like you might play Quake and I'd play Katamari Damacy. And then we have to each explain why it's applicable to that phrase. Hmm. And um, that wasn't very a very good game, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we ended up playing it apples to apples style, which ended up being really fun because there was like five of us playing and there were some people that came in and out and whatnot. And that worked out really well. So you just sort of picked the game out of your hand that best fit the the the. the phrase like most beautiful or uh, best selling or whatever and sometimes it was funny and sometimes it was you know spot on and yeah it was it was pretty interesting it's fun to try that sounds cool yep and i should say we should give a big shout out to the chatterbox because they treat us really well so they hosted us again um zach does a good job coordinating with them yeah definitely and they, as long as we're doing it on an off day, they don't charge us for the for the room. So, yeah, the it's staff awesome. was like exceedingly friendly. I I have to say. Oh yeah, they like uh, big groups. I bet. I suppose. I suppose that's true. You know, I always wondered. Like, I've never been a waiter or a waitress even, um, but I was always wondering, like, if it's if it's annoying to have a group of twenty plus people show up and have to single item that every one of them. I would imagine it's kind of annoying, but in some ways it probably works out in their favor because you're probably more likely to tip bigger. Exactly. That's what I was thinking, too. And everybody's tipping individually then instead of a pot tip or something like that. Where right. So... And they, they usually, because people, you know, I don't know why people can't deal with big group checks, but I don't know. There's so much fail around that sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> groups, you know, it's like you're always short, and so then they 
they end up never getting tipped, you know, like as much as they should be. Yep. And you always get that one cheapskate in there too. Totally, yeah. Uh, so anyway, yep, the staff was great. <laughs> she did an awesome job. Yeah, I had a good time. And um well, uh, Ty was there from Gravic too, and some of us were were t- beta testing or guinea pigging. <laughs> oh yeah, um, they, they were signing up ga- people for that. Their new game, yeah. And and well, you had an opportunity to play it on the iPad too. And what was funny was I was playing it and um, like I, it was weird watch, having watching them watch me play because like when I would you know do something on the interface that they would expect me to not do that because they had designed it differently and that was kind of yeah. interesting. It's like, oh, you pushed that button too, but that's not a button. And I'm like, well, why isn't it a button? <laughs> it should be a button. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, Jump Dudes is the name of the game. Yeah, it's a cute game. Yeah, it is a cute game. I, I was to have some not doing very well at that game, to be quite honest. Oh, I, th- I think I had mentioned it. At our at, in the discussion last month, yeah, I just died repeatedly. <laughs> I, I don't know if it was the beer or or what, but I just sunk that. <laughs> anyway, they yeah, that's cool. They they went around recruiting people for beta testing. So I think you needed to have an Apple device though. Cause yes. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Otherwise, it would have been all over that. I know my kids would just dig that. It's a cute, simple little game, and you should come over to the dark side. Oh, I oh I did I talk at all about how my uh, iPod Touch is out doesn't work anymore. I had a, I've had an iPod Touch since I was developing a game with a another local dev a few years back, and I recently got water in it and it doesn't work anymore. <laughs> oh no! Tiniest bit of water too fell in the sink and got some water in it, and then everything works. It powers up, charges, syncs to my computer, all that, but does not take touch input anymore so oh that's oh that sucks and i was going to do an ipad 2 for christmas you know a family ipad i thought would be good but then these kindles i'm like ah that'll do and then and then the steam sale happened yeah <laughs> <laughs> let's let's be honest about this <laughs> well it's, it's sort of a tough sale because i really don't like the apple interface on things that's a personal thing but like iTunes and I don't know I've never used anything beyond my my touch it'd be really nice if I maybe had an Apple PC to work to to have as reference or something but I just don't like the the syncing and not being able to do anything on the side or anything like that so it was hard for me to to shell out 600 bucks for an iPad too you know I understand brother I understand do either of you have an iPad yeah, I have one. I, you don't have to um, sync it to your computer anymore. It so syncs over over the air now. Do you have to pay extra for that? No. Um, it, like it, if right, you want, it should just go through Wi-Fi. Yeah. Yeah, mine for some reason didn't. But I was, I think, a second or third generation touch. I can't remember. But And all I did with it really was, was a little bit of games and, and um, podcasts. So I suppose I could talk a little bit about these gamer meetings that are starting to pop up here. Yeah. I don't know if they're gamer meetings or what, but um, we've coordinated a... We we tried this a while ago. Zach was trying to get people to to play together and, um, you know, on Xbox or PlayStation or PC, whatever. 
And um, there's never been really a good way to group that. And Ryan Schaefer had expressed some interest, so he is now in charge of that. So if you've been seeing emails or announcements, that's that's him trying to coordinate. And so we had one recently uh, where we all went and played Dino D-Day. And I'm pretty sure Dino D-Day was one of those uh, real or fake games I had <laughs> in one of my quizzes for you all. <laughs> and as you should expect, uh, it sounds like a perfect game. Hitler has a dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> so in addition to the – an alternative to the Humble Bundle is out there. It's uh, called the Indie Royale, and Dino D-Day was, was one of the games in the Indie Royale. So you could get Dino D-Day and – couple other games for four bucks so so anyway we ended up a couple thursdays ago or whatever playing dino d-day and i think like six of us showed up so zach went was there and Bo, our web guy and uh it was a lot of fun we we tried using the the in in steam chat then that was sort of a fail actually it didn't work out so well but other than that it, the game was hilarious i got a couple nice screenshots of some of us is Trianosaurus Rex, and <laughs> it was pretty fun. That's nice. Yeah, it's, it's a weird mix, because it's kind of like there's a small little dinosaur that's got claws and really fast and just has a bomb attached to its back, so you just <laughs> you either go in there and try to scratch him, and then you explode if you want. <laughs> You're like a movie, movie, movable grenade, I guess. And other dinosaurs where you have either a, like a 50 cal machine gun on your back or a small cannon like a stegosaurus or something with a cannon on your back and a flying dinosaur and and then like just German troops with machine guns or sniper <laughs> rifles. It's pretty good. It, it actually is <laughs> definitely interesting. I don't know. It You're not selling me on it right now. I'm, uh-huh. I'm not really... I think it's funny, but I don't think I'd really enjoy playing it. <laughs> yeah, it's well, it's a first-person shooter, so we weren't expecting a whole lot, actually. We had heard some bad things about the game, and I, and I would suspect if you're big into first-person shooter multiplayer games, you might not like it very much, but it it just for its, you know, small amount of charm for an evening, I think, was perfect, so yeah, it went well. So I know Ryan had organized a, a Team Fortress 2 thing, I'm not sure. Oh, that's a good idea. When... Um, but expect to see some more announcements and stuff for those. I think he's trying for every week to have something. Wow. It's pretty impressive. Really That's, impressive. Yeah. So we just need to figure out a good way to advertise that, an appropriate mm. way to advertise it, I guess. I don't want to spam the, the website with it, but it would be nice to be able to find out more about that somewhere. Yeah. So I guess, listeners, if you've got any suggestions on how would you'd best like to hear about that, um, I know Bo has been talking about... the refitting the website to get it to work a little bit better because I know we have some stuff that's broken like comments are kind of hosed in the current format but maybe like breaking up the mailing list or something so I would all in all I'd say I'd love to love to play games with you with with you absolutely too that that's a really great idea I hope that can keep the uh, momentum that it's built up yeah you got to join us Tori and Jackie you too I have an idea how about if you guys play the old republic <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> I'm on Helm of Grouch <laughs> playing. <laughs> yeah, as we start out with level one, a whole bunch of people level ones. Well, I okay, so as an aside, um, you know, they have this legacy thing where they can give you a last name. And uh, my main character just never had a last name. It's like a name I'd been using for a long time. So I never really thought about like giving her a last name that just seemed kind of weird um like but madonna in, yeah totally like <laughs> madonna exactly like madonna and um i i decided that uh that you know well you know how my handle on twitter is more internets right mm-hmm. so i thought well i'll have the internet's legacy and i do have <laughs> like a level one character named more m-o-a-r and I'm going to level her up someday. So if you wanted to level together, I would start over to level up more <laughs> internets. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, man, I just can't imagine getting into a, an MMO. I would love to, but... Yeah, no, I hear you. I totally hear you. I understand. That's a goal of mine. I want to get to the point where I can where I can do that again. I miss that. you got to quit the freelancing. I know it. It's getting in the way of my yoga. <laughs> All right. Well, did you guys get any sweet sweet treats from uh, Santa this year? Other than me buying myself a bunch of stuff. Yeah, you know, we we did. And something that uh, me and the lady do every Christmas is instead of kind of buying each other gifts, we actually kind of buy each other a gift that we'll both use. Okay. And... Mm. This year was a bookcase because one of our bookcases broke and books fell down. And a Logitech review, which I must say is really, really cool. And I'm really impressed with this unit. And it's at, it's like 99 bucks right now. And if you can get a hold of it, it's great. It runs on Android, so you can install um, different apps. I don't know what all works with it all that well. Have you, but, have you found uh, any good ones? Yeah, we have one too. We've had, we, we got it back when it, like a month or so after it came out. Um. And we've been enjoying it, like just having the internet on there as a search, and yeah, like its in- integration of Netflix has, has been good. And they recently updated, so you probably never saw the old interface. No, but because um, the the only within like the last month has the market actually opened to installing games and stuff. Oh, gotcha, that's cool. And um, we never really used it that way. You know, we didn't do much other than what came with it, which was Netflix, Pandora, YouTube, and like some other. Movie yeah. things, and occasionally they drop new ones on there, but not not often enough to make it worth checking off of it. But have you found any good ones? Any anything of note to try on there? I actually haven't even gone looking, which okay. is which which I should. But um, yeah, there's got to be some cool stuff in there. What I'm most impressed by is actually sort of the way it's kind of changing my brain because I usually think I've got my computer, I've got my smartphone, I've got my TV, and the review basically turns your TV into just another channel. So like the television itself in your DVR just becomes a searchable channel along with YouTube and Netflix and Hulu, which which is great because I think that's where it's headed in the future. But this one did a great job of doing that. Isn't that but I, cool? Like you search for, say, something like um, a TV show, like uh, Three's, Three's the Crowd or something, right? And it, it'll tell you when it's on, on your particular, you know, whatever, because you tell it that you're signed up to Dish Network or whatever, right? Yeah. It'll tell you when it's on in your programming. Would you like to switch to that channel or set it to record? Would you like to search YouTube for it? We found these four things. 
Would you, you know, Amazon has it and you can watch it now or, um, it's just neat how it does that stuff. Yeah. It's really cool. So it's definitely like our old DVR through charter sucked and it actually made it usable because <laughs> yeah. we could just search and using the keyboard that came with the, the Logitech is, is nice. Cause then you could type instead of have to do the crappy search that through the DVR or whatever. It is, yeah. I'm really, it's, I'm really. I was a little worried at first that because it's, it's a keyboard, and I'd, I'd love the idea of being able to type, but I was a little bit worried too that, like, it would feel cumbersome and I'd switch back to remotes. But I just haven't. It's yeah. really, it's really light. It's got a little, um, the little touchpad. Yep. So that you can move the mouse around, and it's got a picture-in-picture button, so that uh, if you're watching TV, hit that button, and then you can, uh, you get picture-in-picture, so you can quick look up something on the internet or do something completely different, and then. It's it's pretty seamless. I'm I'm really yeah, impressed just, with it. It just takes your TV as an input and then makes it a windowable input. Yeah. Yeah. The um now I I was doing some research before I bought it and I found out that they're they basically lost a whole ton of money with this. And the, the they originally came out for around 300 400 bucks and they're all down to 99 bucks now and sounds like they're not going to make any more. But yeah, it's not, too bad. I have I think that they didn't do a good job of selling what the device did to to most people because it's no. almost like you can't get your mind around it until you sit down and play with it and realize how awesome it is. Yeah, I think the price mark also was too high. Yeah, true, and, true. And people didn't know what the heck it was. Yeah. yeah, you didn't know what it was. You didn't know what you were getting at that price. It was making it difficult for people to really think it was worth it. So yeah, I, I think the 99 price is great. Like you, you talk to anybody that's got a Roku and they love it. Yeah, like, I haven't talked to anybody that's disliked the Roku. We have a Roku upstairs because I, I bought the Google TV and then I bought a Roku for upstairs because I kind of mm. wanted to. I heard about both, and I like them both different ways. Yeah. Um, but a Roku is much more limited than the Google TV, but it was also you know seventy nine dollars, and. You can't sure. really hate it for what it is. Right, awesome. yeah. But, you know, I'm hoping that, that this, um, by opening it up to apps, will give it kind of a second life. And there's got to be something cool that you can do with having TV that side-by-side, essentially interfaceable with with uh, some kind of app that you can come up with. So, so yeah, okay, speaking of one, a <clears throat> uh, number of months back, they had put one on the old interface, and it was called WeDraw, okay? Mm. And it's kind of like this Pictionary game. And and so what would happen is you pair your devices to it. So so we got you know all our smartphones and my my iPod Touch at the time, and we were all like three of us in the family. And so what would happen is on the TV would be the drawing, and then it would go around the room and it would tell you that one of the people was the drawer, right? Mm. And it would tell you what you need to draw. Okay, and it'd be like bird. Okay, and then everybody else held their device. And you could, they could see on their device it being drawn. They could see on the TV, it, or maybe they just saw on the TV it being drawn. And then they had to type in what they, their guesses were. Oh. <laughs> nice. Okay, which, which was an interface thing I, I didn't like about it. But it was getting this whole Pictionary thing down, right? Yeah. And it actually worked really well. It was really fun. Other than I, the thing I wanted was a way that you could just scream out your answer, and then you could say, yep, you got it, and then just award that person the point instead. Mm, sure. So the way we ended up playing it is is sort of that way where we just had everybody guess and then time would run out or they would type it in or something. But it was is neat inter- neat idea. It was a neat way to use that thing. Yeah. So, and actually that's another another 
point that just reminded me of is that it's got free apps for both Android and iPhone, um, and it's Bluetooth um, capable. So you can you essentially you can download this app for your phone, and it's essentially a Logitech Harmony remote on your phone now. This controls the device, so it's, it's yeah. just ridiculous value. Yeah, so I, you, I do that all the time. Like, we'll sit at dinner, and the TV will be on, and I'll be like, ah, I wish somebody would turn off the TV, and then <laughs> just turn it off. We'll be like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Still catch him with that. I <laughs> <laughs> just did it this week. The wife is like, gets up to walk over to it. <laughs> She's approaching it. It goes off. And I'm like in the middle of putting food in my mouth. <laughs> so, oh, no. <laughs> She's like, did you do that? I'm like, do what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, playing that horrible guy. But yeah, that's really neat. You can just any... Anything you can have is your remote control. Yeah. But yeah, the, the the keyboard. Have you noticed that you can use your thumb on the keypad, and then on the very top left is the is the mouse button, so you can no. hold it. Yeah. So that button on the very top left is the the click for the mouse. So you can actually use your thumb to drive the mouse around, and your left thumb to be the mouse click. Oh, interesting. No, that's yeah. Cool. So you can hold the remote in a more comfortable way than mousing it or whatever, because it's got the the mouse pad and the two buttons underneath it, like a laptop, you know. Yeah, but oh, very very cool. So that's cool. Yeah, I like it. I'm glad you like it too. Yeah. It's definitely neat. It's too bad that it's not didn't catch on because I when I got it, I'm like, why would people not get this? Mm-hmm. Why would you not want this? It makes but your it, TV like uh, so much more. Yeah, yeah. But if you try to explain it to someone, especially, I, I think I think as game developers, we have a little more open mind and can kind of part of our job is to jump at possibilities and see where we can take it. But I, I think that it's, it's not that easy of a concept to sell because it doesn't sound like that big of a deal. But once you, once you feel, feel it, it really is, which I think will be a really important and difficult thing going forward for game developers and technologists is when they make this amazing stuff, finding a way that the common person will get it, like yeah. understand it and want to get it. Yeah, I think I don't know. I don't know what it was that that made them fail because it was prominently displayed at Best Buys and stuff. But even then, you didn't know what the heck it was. Yeah, you just didn't. And I re- I remember uh, back when DVRs were first coming out. You know, they had all these commercials on TV that just showed people pausing what they're watching. Yeah, right. They just push pause. And I remember watching this, and I'm like, so what? Right? So what? I'm I can watch things and pause them too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I don't. Yeah. You're, you know, they're saying live TV, but I'm not hearing that. I'm just hearing they're pausing. Right. And, you know, people at work were talking about how they like, how much they like their TiVos. This was back when, you know, kind of TiVos started it. And I'm like, I don't get it. It's it's just making TV TV, right? I didn't understand. I couldn't really like, you're not going to make TV any better. It's not, TV's not any different. Yeah. And then when I finally got one, I'm like, oh, <laughs> it makes it convenient. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, that it's like a whole nother it's 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 almost beyond marketing like it's you, you got to show the product but you got to find a way to get people to understand it easily and it's not necessarily always easy right um it, it's interesting cuz like at work like the connect was coming out right and i had read about the technology before of this sort of stuff and really mm-hmm. had like thought it was very interesting this would be awesome to have a device that could do this sort of depth based imaging on the fly, right? And 
I thought it was really neat. And then the Connect is is announced, and I'm like salivating seriously over this thing. I'm like, this is amazing technology. And I'm like, I can see all this potential in it, right? And so I'm annoying people with work, like, you got to see this. But nobody had the same like passion about it, right? Sure, they, yeah. They couldn't see it the same way I could as all these things you could do with it. I don't know if Connect had that same problem or not. I don't think it did because it had product that went right with it. Like, yeah. Like, um... The, the bowling without or whatever. And, you know, it, it is the Guinness Book of World Records best-selling technological product ever, um, you know, in its initial month of sales or whatever. Sure. I can't remember what. But it, it didn't have a problem, but it, it seemed like, to me, explaining it to people and what mm. the potential was was hard. But, yeah, the, obviously the marketing did just fine for, for that. And I think there's some games like that, too, like – if you just think about them, they don't sound very fun. Like, like Minecraft or The Sims. Like The Sims. Okay, I make people go to the bathroom and cook food. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? That that's fun, huh? Oh, by the way, it's the best-selling game of all time. Uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I actually had got The Sims free with my PC like ten years ago, and I'm mm-hmm. like, never ever interested in this thing or anything. Yeah. And so I installed it, and I, I think I lost like a week of my life. Because <laughs> my dude had to be an astronaut. There's no way about it. He had to be an astronaut. And he had to sleep with the neighbor lady. It just had to happen. It was hilarious. And then in the end, I didn't get to be an astronaut. My wife was mad at me. <laughs> right? And she's supposed to be the social coordinator for us. So my, my neighborhood social ranking is going down so i can't be an astronaut because i was playing i was playing it as an asshole oh uh, <laughs> but this was back when sims was a single player game mm-hmm. and as much multiplayer as it was was like if the same people in the in their household or whatever or you even built different houses on the same block so to speak mm-hmm. those other characters from those houses would would interact with ai versions of your character Sure. So, yeah. but so I got my wife to play for a couple hours and ended up with you know her and me I guess in a house That's as cool. neighbors to my astronaut. That <laughs> <laughs> never got to be an astronaut. <laughs> anyway. Aw, sad oh. story. <laughs> oh, the the other one one cool device that uh, I got really I got it just before the holidays, but it was my gift to me because I got it for nineteen bucks, including shipping. Was this little thing called a rocket. And basically, you just plug in an audio device to it, and the rocket is powered by two AAA batteries, and you put it onto something hollow, and it basically becomes a speaker. So I, I, I busted it out a little bit at the... Yeah, you had it at the, the social. Party. Yeah. And um, I was totally impressed by really that. Fun. Yeah, it sounded like there was a radio in the room, but all there was was a cardboard box. Yeah, it was cool. <laughs> so I've just been wandering around putting it on surfaces and, and playing it like out of like a pop bottle or a rather rigid plastic item or boxes or a painting, <laughs> just whatever. But, uh, yeah, yeah, it's pretty neat. It's a little little portable speaker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you had it on a cardboard box, and you tried it on a painting in the room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll just hook it up to this painting. Yeah. <laughs> nope, the box is a better speaker yeah. than the painting. <laughs> and it's, yeah, it's weird. Like, um, it, and there's a little, little end table, so I put it on the end table, the highs weren't very good, but the lows are really nice out of that end table. So it was, yeah, it's it's interesting. Cool. So I, I mean, you, you think the quality out of it, the sound quality is pretty decent in general. Well, I have bizarrely, I have really crappy speakers at my house, so it's better than my speakers. Um, so yeah, I mean, don't you know? 
you're not going to it's not going to be this beautiful high end thing because it's right. Um, but I mean, you can get really decent sound, especially if you know you're yeah, like especially if you just got your little uh, you you've got your smartphone and you're out like at a picnic or something like that, mm-hmm. and someone someone has a like a, a coke box and you just empty it and stick this thing on there and suddenly you got a, a relatively decent speaker. Cool. Nice. Yeah. Technology's neat. I know. <laughs> Screams in the face of those $1,000 speakers and stuff. Not really, but you know what I mean. Yeah. No, absolutely. So how about you, Jackie? Or uh, did you get any sweet gifts? No, I um, I didn't really. Uh, we don't really do that. So um, I hadn't. I mean, I, I upgraded my computer like a month or so ago, but that's about that's about it. I mean, all the other technology things I already already had that I'm gonna have. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I feel like I feel like the Grinch <laughs> or something. <laughs> I mean, I um, and as far as like buying technology things for people this year, I uh, I didn't um. I didn't really, like, I was thinking about buying my dad, well, I was thinking about upgrading my iPhone, actually, to the 4S and then giving him my old one. And um, and I'll still probably do that, but just not right away. And then um, I gave my great-nephew, actually, a uh, a beginner telescope and, and microscope oh, cool. kit. So and he was actually pretty excited about it, so that was cool. Oh, really cool. Yeah. And then I and then I thoroughly embarrassed him because he got these like wrestlers like for Christmas, <laughs> you know, like you know the action figures. Yeah. yeah. And I I made them dance like ballerinas. <laughs> <laughs> and he he was so upset. <laughs> but it was funny. <laughs> That's awesome. Sometimes they just need to be emasculated a little bit. Right, you know, it's well, and you know, talking a little bit about um, how, especially like ballet is actually really, you know, intense <laughs> when it comes to like physical fitness. Like mm-hmm. those are some incredibly fit people. So, kind of putting things in perspective. Sure, sure. <laughs> ballet is weird that way because it doesn't really look intense. Right. But. But I believe it's probably endurance because they are doing a lot for a long time. So, oh, there's one last little thing I was going to add too, sort of about devices. I just reinstalled my Wacom tablet, and I found that there's actually this little. I think an app store is really probably too generous to call it, but they have a little actual like a developer SDK, and you can submit an app that you make and download it under those little little app store doc software thing, so you can use your you wake them for it, um, uh, like the little bamboo tablet, and they've got some pretty cool stuff on there. So uh, I guess we'll put up a link or something like that. But I don't. I mean, I don't know. It's probably a relatively small market, and I don't know if you can even charge for it. But you know, the more outlets you have, the better. That's cool. Yeah, it's it's weird because I have a, a like a special keyboard. I I can't remember. It's it's a five ten. That's all I can remember about it because it has this little screen at the top. That like will tell me the time or how my performance or CPU is running or the frames per second I'm getting out of something. Sure. Um, and and uh, it's got like a whole community around modding the output for the little screen there. I am I'm imagining it very similar where you 
you know, go to this list of apps that are sort of like approved through the little interface that is the app market there and then yeah. installing them or whatever. Very cool. Yeah, I'm just looking at their website and they got a new development center here on their front page. So for the bamboo. Yeah, yeah. It's SDK released in in oh, it came out at the beginning of the year this year. But uh, yeah, it looks pretty slick. I'm trying to just imagine what you might do with that. Like trying to get a picture of what this bamboo thing looks like. What is it? Like is it the like a flat pad that you write on or? Yeah, it's just like a little tablet, and then there's there's like four buttons. Well, I guess there's different versions, so you get fancier ones. But right, right. essentially, you just you have a pen and you can write. Um, but like, uh, it, it's really cool for games like um, uh, where you you know kind of draw something like a uh, crayon physics. I don't know if you guys ever played that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but they have there's a little game very similar to that on the uh, in the store. It's called. Free, free the bird, free the bird. So yeah, it's just a little physics thing, and it's obviously it's really easy to draw with a with a tablet and a, and a pen. So that works out pretty slick. So um, it's kind of a, its own little gadget. So it has you can really develop apps that really are centered around that. So oh okay, so they're you, they're making I get it, I get it now. Okay, so it almost becomes in that case of the free the bird thing. It's almost like a a controller or a yeah a special yeah. device or something like that for for yeah. gameplay. Exactly. Cool. So yeah. you're gonna make you should make something for it. I'd like to. I'd love to. I need to be smarter though. <laughs> so well, we should talk about about next month, like yeah. all the things that we wanna wanna do, <laughs> and what's coming up and all that stuff. So Doug is presenting. You know Doug. I don't. I, I'm not quite sure of his last name, but um, you worked with him on Extinction Fest. Yeah, absolutely. He is presenting um something about the new iOS. Um, some info about it, I guess, and also I think so, he's like had some experience recently, and I'm not sure exactly what. But you know, and he's going to talk about Game Center. Guys from Gravic Ty are, is going to talk a little bit about the Global Game Jam coming up in January. It's at the end yeah. of yeah. So yeah, hopefully we can get some space for that. That'll be awesome. Yep. Um, I know I got it on my calendar. I'm not exactly sure, but the wife knows I may be gone for two days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I'm going to stay overnight, but. We'll see. Yeah, I'm a we'll night owl person, happens. so I can stay, but late. Um. Yeah, I just, I don't know about, so when I did that um, Warden's Quest thing a few years ago where we were playing Dragon Age for like 24 hours straight, um, there like EA had set up in the green room like all these kind of bean bags, like giant bean bags, and after like a couple hours, they kind of had this smell to them <laughs> and uh yeah i just don't i'm going home to sleep if i'm gonna do any sleeping that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> like i'll just go back to the hotel room i don't really want to be here <laughs> uh, oh that makes me wonder there might be some like other people willing to pitch in on a room or something might make it more comfortable yeah, yeah. maybe possibly yeah um so they're gonna i guess Zach had said that they're recruiting or whatever, which I think is just, you know, mark your calendars and more information about it. And then um, Martin will present some details about his iCade. So he's been doing some, like, side development with it. Specifically, he's made a program for his two-year-old. She can use the iCade to draw. And the iCade is that, like, miniature arcade cabinet that you drop your iPad into. Mm -hmm. And then it's got a stick and a... And a couple buttons so you can play arcade games, kind of on this tiny little version of a arcade cabinet. 
Um, and he's, he's, I wouldn't say hacked it, but he's developed using the, its interface and made a game that she can draw with. So he's going to just talk about his experience there and demo that as well as the iCade in general. So, and I'm bummed to miss it because I would like to see that in person and ask way too many questions. Yeah. Well, (laughs) there's video. That's why we record, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'll be able to see it. I won't be able to ask it any questions. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, that's next month meeting wise. Yeah. I think Jackie, you were hinting at, talking like bigger picture about what's up for us as in next year in general. I mean, I don't have any theories or whatever, just asking. (laughs) I know um, we want to review and things like that of like some, I mean, cause this is, this is the 12th podcast. And so we're starting a whole new year Mm -hmm. with the, with the next one. That's pretty exciting for for us. I mean, if you think about like all the things that the IGDA um our chapter has done in the last year, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. You know, and I I'm really excited about for next year. Yeah, I'm it's actually surprising because some like you try to look up some of the other chapters um and they're not where you would expect them to be big and like have a, some things going on like podcasts and websites and stuff. They don't, right? It's it's sort of surprising. And I think we have an amazing group of, of people and it's really fun to network with them. And I know a lot of people, um, me and, and, and Tori specifically have gotten freelance or side gigs out of it. And, and, you know, you meet these other people. I know that, that Zach is working with a local game developer for some moonlighting right now too. Um, which I won't say anything of in case he's got something in D8 or whatever, but maybe he could come on and talk about that. I bet you he'll make a presentation out of it actually. It's probably very true. But yeah, there's there's amazing amazing networking and so if anybody's listening and they haven't been to a meeting, you got to come to the meetings really cuz that's where you do the best interfacing. Yeah, or or you know, in addition, you know, let us know how you think we're doing and give us suggestions or um I know one idea I have for the website which I think would be great, but in general it'd be really great to let people know just this in general is is the way to um, contact us with ideas or even volunteer present, you know, to do a presentation. So you can be helpful, not just, you know, having a presentation, say, uh, or whatever, but you could suggest, like, did you know about this particular thing? Maybe they'd be willing to talk or something. So, yeah. Like that. So, like, yeah. I know that every once in a while I'll have an idea and I'll throw it at Zach. I'm like, have you ever contacted, you know, this thing? And he's like, no, that's a great idea. I'm trying to get to. I think it was one of the universities had like a, I can't remember what now. There's one, I think the U of M has like an interactive virtualization lab or something like that. Oh, really? I guess they would, yeah, that makes sense that they'd have one. Yeah. And I'm like, shoot, of course they do. We should contact them. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be neat, you know. Or, Or Tori, you had mentioned like trying to do something with Game Informer. Yeah. I think that'd be great. I think so too. Hopefully they will get back. Yeah. Oh, did you contact you contacted them or tried? To? Well, I tried, yeah, yeah. But I will try again. Oh yes, I will try again. Right. And the 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 other thing I thought would be awesome would be volunteer somebody else, which is right in that line, right? But like you oh. you, you could suggest something, you know, the suggestion thing is exactly it. But like I could suggest that Zach contact Jackie to talk about something. You know, you just essentially be you know volunteering them. Not really, but you know, sort of like a way to push 
somebody who's doing something into, you know, making a more formal presentation. Not, I don't want to say the word formal, but making a presentation of it. So like, uh, the Kenefi guy, you know, him coming to us was awesome, but yeah. he's also got that attitude about it that he's really into it and everything. But, you know, you could see that that sort of stuff works really well for him too t- to network and to be, you know, that sort of person. It'd be nice that some people that maybe are a little bit more introverted could be pushed in that way too. Yeah. And everybody, the, yeah. Remember too that it, interactive entertainment, it's a very, very broad category. So, it doesn't just have to be programming or art or audio um, or game design. I mean, it, it's it's so broad, and there's so many technologies that go into making games these days that, um, you know, don't be afraid to bring up some kind of crazy ideas. Right, yeah. There's a lot of potential. I mean, I, that's what's so exciting about this time is, like, all of the convergence among all the different types of entertainment and just, like, I don't know all the cool things that humans are coming up with. And yeah. I don't know. It's just really, it's a really exciting time. Um, if you step back and you think about it, uh, I don't know. I just, just get all like, wow, I can't believe I'm alive. It's like the future. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was just thinking about that today too, about how much magic we have around right now. And that uh, magic being like wireless devices that do these amazing things, these you know, small little tablets that I'm reading a book or a magazine on now and things, you know, videos that play there. You know, all these things that at least when I was a kid, I imagined in or read in science fiction books, you know, the stuff that would be considered magic. Yeah. A hundred years ago that you could play off as magic, these trickery things. Yeah, it's cool. It's just really awesome. It's really super awesome. So anyways, yeah, I'm excited for next year and and what you know, what the chapter and the community um, decides to come up with. Because when we all started kind of, you know, revamping the chapter um, and and kind of beefing it up, I mean, it's just kind of taken on a life of its own at this point. It's really cool. Just super excited. It it absolutely is. I mean, it, it from when I from when I came, the very first couple you know meetings, it's just really, 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 really grown and. Hey, we've got we've even got sponsors now. <laughs> I mean, that's that's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. We've got sponsors now. Yeah, the nerdery, Cent. Yeah, I guess you could look at it that way. Absolutely, and Cent. Thanks for hosting the website, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're welcome. Okay, <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> 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 let's just end it. Most games have a wonderful hey, intro, cinematic. Let's wish everybody a. Freaking uh, awesome New Year! I think that's what we should do. I like that. Yeah. Seconded. And definitely happy holidays, happy New Year. Yeah, if you want to find us, stuff. bing us. <laughs> <laughs> People use Bing, right? That's a thing. It, it still <laughs> exists, right? It's still there. Oh, <laughs> didn't talk about it at all. But um, either of you, Tori, you don't have an Xbox, do you? Uh. Just an original Xbox. Okay. And Jackie, you probably haven't turned yours on in a year. Oh, actually, no. Mine's on, um, but all it ever does is my husband watches Netflix on it. In fact, he's okay. been watching like all of the old Star Treks, and it's been pretty funny. The old, old Star Treks? Or the... Yeah, the original Star oh. Treks. There's not, a, there's not all that many of those. It didn't have that many seasons, actually. Well, there's more than you'd think. Yeah. They made a lot of movies. <laughs> <laughs> um. 
No, they updated their interface. So it's a big, big, big update to their interface with the way it works and stuff. And I'm not really a big fan of it, but it's got Bing on there. So if you got your your uh, connect, you can say connect, Bing, connect, <laughs> <laughs> and then it will Bing the word connect. Yeah, I just binged Bing on my computer, and it uh, came up with Bing. <laughs> so that was cool. <laughs> yeah, funny. Yeah, um, I remember seeing this report that was talking about popular search terms from Google, and this was right around the time when sort of like uh, the browsers had that search bar started appearing. You know oh, what I'm yeah. talking about? That would yeah. be Google, Google, but you know nowadays like Firefox, you can just tell it which one you want it to be. But what people would do is they just type in Google into the Google search box to get to the Google web page right? <laughs> so that they can search. So they would Google Google and then they'd click the Google link and then they'd get to the you know, default Google page. I know people that do that. Yeah. And I, I've done that accidentally numerous times where, you know, where I meant to go to a website, but I actually put it in the, in the search bar instead. And, you know, no big deal, whatever. But it's surprising actually the number of things that are like, like that, that actually, it's huge. It's very big. It's a very common search thing because it, it's one of those, in my opinion, one of those things where, you know, it's this triangular form search thing. Like I might be interested in boating, but you're interested in skiing. So we search on different topics just in general, but they, they all kind of come out of Google. So we both might type Google in there, but we'd be much less likely to cross on subject matter otherwise. Sure. But, I thought that was pretty funny. And they also announced the most searched person name and all that bull crikey, but whatever. All right. That's a good wrap. I like that ending. Awesome. All right. Well, so folks, big, yeah, yeah. Bing us or, um, or don't. You could use another. Or Google us. Engine. Yeah. Yeah, you could Bing or Google us because we're on, we're on both of those. <laughs> or if you're really hip, you can Wolfram us. I don't know if it's going to come up with any results, but you can. You know what would be awesome is if you Wolframed us and it made a game. <laughs> <laughs> that would be cool, i got to say. That would be cool. I wonder what the game would be. I don't know. I a, uh, uh, apparently we're IO3. I Wolframed IGDATC and uh, get I, whatever IO3 is. I failed. Wolfram. Actually, the guy who did Wolfram, he has some really great TED Talks. TED Talks? I want to be his friend. He talks about how we should be teaching kids calculus because it's not uh, that hard. It's just we, we make math out to be this impossible thing. Right. I why totally do, agree. Why do we teach you know algebra the way we teach it, which is wrong? We should teach them the concepts of things, and math is just secondary to it. And he gives some awesome examples, and you're, you just drool over this, like, we could be so smart, but we're so dumb in the way we have to teach this stuff. So we make it this drag, like long division, right? So what if you're good at it? Computers are good at it, right? Yeah. So what? Let them do it. Let computers do it. You don't need to practice it a thousand times over. Yeah. Anyway, now we can wrap it. Okay. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's just say, folks, have a great year and really look forward to whatever gets brought up. Yeah, thank you for listening, and Happy New Year. For sure.
<laughs> I think we should call this episode Tangents. Tangents, yeah. <laughs> That'd be like every episode. <laughs> True. Oh, which reminds me, I got a message that the domain's going to expire, so I need to renew the domain by like February or so. Yeah, we don't want like a IGDA twin cows to come over and take over and be like, we got it, we got it, we Skyped it. We sniped it. <laughs> looking for it for a long time. Ah. <laughs> that would be really funny, actually. <laughs>